Hello and welcome to the Mindful Chats podcast. I'm your host, Dara Torres, and on this podcast, I talk about mindset, mental health, and so much more. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy the episode. I've been trying for about half an hour to get this mic to connect, so I don't know what's going to happen during this session. It's doing that annoying thing where you have to kind of hold the lead up a certain way to get it to connect or shuffle the mic a certain way. Like the the connection, the lead is just not great. I don't know if it's the lead. I don't know if it's the mic, but it says it's connected just now. Hopefully it will stay connected. Um, if not, it'll just change to the, the audio from my laptop. But obviously that will not be as good. It has been a wee while since I last updated a podcast episode and this episode is going to be It's well needed. I think I just need to absolutely vent today. I started this podcast in February, March, I think it was. I left my job in February where I was working as a chef and I've been studying and working as a chef for about five years now. Um, Before that, I originally moved to Edinburgh to study to become a nutritionist and you know, my studies and stuff were all over the place. It was only this year that I realized the reason I struggled so badly at university is because I had undiagnosed ADHD. So I found that out this year and I was just not dealing very well at work with the, you know, even before I got diagnosed with ADHD, it was, I was, I was very aware that it wasn't working out for me. So I was dealing with a lot of stress at work. I was drinking too much to deal with that stress. And I just got myself to a really bad place. And I finally, after trying to leave my job like so many times, and this is not me slating that old job whatsoever. It just, I was, it just wasn't a fit for me. And I wasn't in a good place. I was so exhausted physically and mentally. My mental health was in a really, really bad place. And I finally left that job in February. And I was faced with a, well, what do I do now? And just after I left that job, it wasn't too long after that, that I got diagnosed with ADHD. And I've been, um, online promoting different things throughout the years. I've been on social media in so many different ways. You know, I used to have a YouTube channel when I was younger. Like it's safe to say that I've always been on the internet in some form. And I've also had a really rocky relationship with social media for a long time. I've been on and off it like crazy um, because it just, it was really damaging to my mental health at times as well. So I was like, kind of going through the most the rockiest years of your life kind of like your early 20s and your 20s are confusing enough without also being online and sharing your opinions online which I was doing and at the time that felt good but whenever you do that and you're constantly changing your mind you know that can be really really confusing to you as well because not only are you sharing certain opinions online or you're sharing your lifestyle online Whenever you do that online, it tends to attract like-minded people who start to like maybe look up to you. Uh, they share the common interest, and you might move on to a different part of your life where that's no longer something that serves you anymore. And all of a sudden, you've got this element of this thing that you started doing for yourself. You know, you feel responsible for other people as it relates to that, and that is that is a very very difficult thing whenever you're online and I think I after being on and offline for so long now it's it teaches me more 
all the time uh and sometimes I have to come off the internet completely um and I I just hate the internet I don't want to be anywhere near it I want to immerse myself in nature like recently I talked about how like good being off social media felt and it definitely does like I see the benefits of posting the old podcast uh episode and you know keeping up to date in social media if that's what you want to do posting the old thing for for memories or you know to promote a good message or something but the way that I was using social media it was in a very addictive way um I just felt like wee things creeping under my mind all the time and it could make me feel very down about myself I was very compulsive with it I would check it far too much and it just was consuming my life a wee bit too much so I felt better without it whenever I left my job I decided that the best kind of situation for me, the best kind of family life situation would be to work from home. And at that point, I had been off social media for a really long time. But it was like one of these things that I, it was one of these things that I told myself, well, you know that you're actually really good at that. Like you could do that from home. You could be a content creator. You could set up a social media business where you help other people, you know, do their social media And me being me, I jumped under 150%. I was all out. I was posting like every single day because my uh, accounts had been deactivated for so long. They were just dead. And I did exactly what it took to start um, getting engagement and stuff on all my social medias. And I, I did just that. I made it my business. And then I realized that it wasn't actually making me happy. (laughs) Uh, And at the start, it really was because I was like, do you know what? I'm finally doing something that's just for me. I've made my own business. I'm working online, but you know, fair play to anybody that can work online day in, day out. But I did not realize how much it was going to affect my mental health. Like even being on social media too much, um, you know, it has a massive, massive impact on our mental health. And I just thought, well, if I was using it in a different way, it wouldn't matter. And it's like, no, just being on social media at all for that amount of time, regardless of what you're doing on it, different thing. It's just an overload of information all the time. And it can be really, really bad for your mental health. So it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And I because I talk about mental health online, it's something that I'm passionate about. I work with other, you know, businesses and charities and stuff regarding mental health, worked closely with people like that. I, you know, shared quite openly about my own mental health journey. I talked about my sobriety journey. And because, you know, I talked openly about sobriety and my experience with sobriety, I attracted, you know, a lot of people to do with that as well. And, I realized after a matter of time that it no longer felt like I was sharing my own personal sobriety journey because it was helping people. People were messaging me and saying, oh my God, this has inspired me to go sober. Like I'm obsessed with watching all your videos. And it kind of added on this layer of um, pressure almost to not just be sober for me, but to be sober for other people as well who needed to look at that for inspiration. So it kind of changed how I seen that. And like, I felt really good about that. And obviously I do in terms of like, if people have made changes in their life that's benefited them massively, then I feel incredibly grateful for that. But this year has been really, 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 uh, it's just been all over the place. And I'm not going to go into that because it's very personal. 
but this year has probably been one of the most testing years of my life and I decided to go online and talk about mental health and try to help other people during a year where I was going through a lot and I think I used that to try and almost like if I helped other people it would help me and that's how I've seen it but recently I've had to look at the absolute hypocrisy of that because if someone else said to me oh I've decided to start a podcast for people um you know trying to help people with certain mental health things and talk about it and stuff but like to be honest my mental health's really really in pieces and I I feel very overwhelmed I'd be like well maybe you're the one that needs help right now and then maybe whenever you get help you can help other people but for some reason, when it comes to myself, I just was like, nah, push through it. I'm stubborn. And it led me to a very bad point <laughs> where I just took myself off the internet completely because I do this thing of just hiding when things get too much. Um, instead of just being completely honest with myself and saying, like, Dara, I know that you massively, massively care about mental health. I know that all you've ever wanted to do was help other people by talking openly about mental health because there are not enough conversations about it. And that's great, but maybe right now is not the right time to do it because you could do with a wee bit of help yourself and you could do with just working on yourself for a while to get yourself to a better place. And, you know, I, I'm very aware that that's something that I want to do and for the past wee while, that's what I have been focusing on. I have been focusing on myself and the people around me and the people close to me. And I've taken a bit of a step back and started to ask myself, you know, what do I actually need? Like, what do I need? And I've started to put that puzzle together for the first time in for for a very long time I think I've just been distracting myself from things that I would like to address and I would like to heal from and become a better person by like reaching out and trying to help everybody else um but now I think it's time to look inwards and see what I need and cherish that little thing inside of me that needs help and I guess I'm making this episode because maybe that's you too. Maybe you're doing the exact same thing. You're running away from your own problems by trying to help everybody else, but really you're the one that needs some help yourself. And that's okay. That is completely okay to admit that. And I think that's the reason that I haven't really been publishing, you know, my my own journey um, as much because I was just getting overwhelmed by the messages and it's not to say I'll never share things again because I I don't know how I'm going to feel but I think that's the exact point I'm trying to make is like I don't know how I'm going to feel about something in a couple of weeks or a month's time and nobody does you know we don't have that kind of control over our lives and I think it's been a massive massive lesson to me in terms of what I share online because if you hold yourself accountable for something online that's very, very specific, it can create this huge amount of pressure. And, you know, I've, I've had people reach out to me already asking if I'm still sober and, and things like that. And that's something that, you know, I also want to talk about. And I can't call myself sober anymore because I drank 
I drank a few weeks ago and I want to say that it wasn't all that. Um, it's been, I was eight months sober and these past few months we lost a really close friend, a whole other lot of stuff went on and I stayed sober through all of it. And then it came to this one night and trigger warning, if you know, you're in a very vulnerable place with alcohol, if you think that this would upset you here and that I've drank alcohol again, please don't listen to this because I know that this is a, this is a very, very real issue for people um, who have alcohol addiction. It was definitely, you know, I, I didn't have a severe alcohol addiction or anything like that. I uh, purely cut out alcohol because it, it benefited my life massively and I was getting into a bad habit of just drinking alcohol to deal with stress from work. Um, but a wee while ago, I think I just got so sick and tired of feeling like all the heaviness and pain of everything that was going on. And I kind of just got to a point where I was like, I, I just didn't really care anymore. I just, everything felt really just whatever. And I thought I would just really like a wee glass of something fuzzy. And I messaged a few friends and was like, I really have this urge to drink. Do you think it's a bad idea? And two friends that are quite close to me messaged me back and they both said you know it's it's obviously exactly what you it's what you want and how you feel about it but one of my friends was like I can't say to you that I feel like you're doing something wrong because I, I don't really believe that you are she said you've massively you know changed your relationship with alcohol you don't have a serious problem with alcohol I believe if you want to have one glass of something then I don't believe that's massively going to, you know, it's not going to negatively impact your life massively. I don't feel like you're doing something extremely wrong. Um, but obviously it's how you feel yourself. And I kind of was like, right, I'm going to have this glass. And I've been romanticizing it for ages. And I had a glass and that was that. And maybe like a few weeks later, I had a few glasses of wine with dinner. And this is not me saying like, sobriety as in a good idea or anything I think sobriety is amazing I I am so 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 grateful for sobriety but I cannot call myself sober anymore because I have drank I have broke my sobriety but you know I I don't have any intention of drinking anytime soon so I would say that I would say that like everything that I've actually learned in sobriety, like not, I don't drink to deal with negative emotions anymore. I go get a bath or a journal instead. You know, I don't go out partying anymore. I don't drink to excess. I don't plan on doing any of those things that I did before. Um, Cause I'm very aware of how, how badly they impacted my life. And it was such a bad habit to get into. And to be honest, like I don't, I feel like I feel like having like a couple of glasses of wine a few weeks ago it just made me realize that I'm so over it like I genuinely genuinely am over it and even feeling like I wasn't hungover the next day or anything like that but even feeling that we niggle the next day of like even a slight just we iffy feeling made me realize how much I really hate that feeling um I hate being hungover I hate feeling anything the next day um, I had less energy. So yeah, I'm definitely not in favor of, uh, of alcohol the same way I used to be, but I cannot talk about being sober anymore 
I cannot like say I'm 100% sober because I, I I drank after being eight months sober and I've went through my own personal journey and mental process with that after so long but I'll still be the girl that opts for the alcohol-free option like I went to a, a baby shower the other day and lots of people were drinking I just drove myself there had an alcohol-free Copperberg played all the games ate all the food and it was absolutely fantastic and I didn't need to drink to enjoy myself I had a great time and there's lots of other events that I will now have the courage to go to without drinking because I, I know that I don't need it. And after romanticizing it and having it, I, I still realize that I don't need it. But I think that's the importance. And I think it's important to talk about this because, you know, a lot of people have followed my sober journey and that like feeling like I wanted to have a drink again. I felt like I was letting... I would be letting so many people down because I spoke so passionately about it and because it's completely contradicting what I believe. Um, but I'm only human. And that is, you know, a massive lesson that I've realized. And I I make mistakes. I contradict myself. I change my mind. I, you know, it, it's constantly ebbing and flowing. And I do deal with mental health issues and I have ADHD. So that massively impacts my, my life and the decisions that I make. So I think people looking up to me as a, as a inspiration for, you know, stability or as an inspiration is, is something that's quite difficult to me because I, I feel like I could change my mind so quickly. Um, and you know what, that's okay. And I'm I'm glad that I changed my mind. I'm glad that I'm not just a sheep that continues to do the same thing day in and day out just to please everybody else because I will never be that person. I am always changing my mind. I am just, yeah, I'm always growing and learning and I'm enthusiastic about life. I'm enthusiastic about learning and trying new things and you know, giving up alcohol completely and seeing how it would change my life and being so passionate about it because I was like, oh my God, I feel amazing. And I should really tell people that they don't have to just go out partying all the time. And that it's not that bad to go to a wedding sober. And I don't regret saying any of those things because at that time, that is exactly how I felt. And I still feel that way. And I still feel like we definitely don't need alcohol to have a good time. And this is very different to people that you know have very 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 serious issues with alcohol and that is something that I can't really comment on and you know that is a a completely different kind of sobriety to you know my sobriety journey I can only talk as it relates to me because obviously if someone who had like very very serious issues with alcohol um drank alcohol again it would be a huge cause for concern um and people would be extremely worried and I just want anybody listening to this to know that like I am okay (laughs) um I haven't you know went down a big black hole and started drinking lots again or doing anything like that I simply had a very very rough time ended up drinking on two different occasions um in the past few months and I still feel very very strongly about sobriety and I think I, I've learned now that I'm never going to say that I'm 100% anything. I'm, I'm not going to put a label on myself anymore because 
life is just so unpredictable and we never know how we're going to feel from week to week and if everybody feels the exact same way every single day and every single week then you know that's not normal <laughs> uh our, our lives are so unpredictable our mood's so unpredictable how we feel is unpredictable and that's okay that's just part of being a human um so yeah I am not perfect I will never be perfect and the next wee while I am just going to focus on getting my own mental health into the best possible shape that I can um and that might mean you know using social media less I might not be great at getting back to do messages. Um, I've got really into running. I'm actually going to do a 10k in September. I've signed up to a 10k. Uh, so I've been training for that. I'm joining a running club tomorrow and I'm a wee bit nervous because I've never done it before, but hopefully it'll get me fighting fit for my first race. Um, I eventually want to build it up, but I'm not going to just like put myself down for like a marathon for my first race I'm going to do a 10k and then see how I get on with that and build myself up but it's it's working absolute wonders for my head I feel so fat I've been eating lots of really healthy food spending a lot of time in nature like I've, I've just I've been reading a lot actually I've got really into um audible I've been reading you know actual books as well and that's how I know that my mental health is doing better is whenever I can actually read because it's something that I I love so much I love reading I've always loved reading since I was a child and it's something that unless I am completely present in the moment and my mind is still that I find really difficult so I always know my mental health is doing a lot better whenever I can read so I've been reading lots I guess this podcast episode was just me explaining what's been happening in the past wee while, explaining that I'm not perfect, <laughs> clearly, and that's okay. And it's okay if you're not perfect either. And if you find a perfect person, please show me them because I guarantee that <laughs> they would tell you that they're not perfect either. Um, it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to just do what makes you happy and taking anything from this episode it's that you know put on your own oxygen mask before others isn't that what they say like don't be so quick to try and help other people whenever you're kind of not able to breathe yourself and I think I've been doing that for a really long time uh, this podcast is called mindful chats and you know that has definitely not changed I I'm a huge fan of mindfulness and mindfulness to me is being aware of what makes you feel good, what makes you feel bad and yeah, just figuring it out for yourself and adjusting your life to make yourself as happy as possible, to look out for other people as much as possible, to filter out all the crap and focus on the good. Um, I know that's super deep, but that's my thoughts today. That is where I'm going to leave it for this week. I will see you all soon. If you find my podcast helpful, if you enjoy listening to me and my honest chats about mental health, you can donate to me on buymeacoffee.com slash where you can contribute a small donation worth the price of a cup of coffee. If you listen to me and think, do you know what? Dara's really nice and I would love to go for a coffee with her. Then you can do that. You can just send me a wee coffee. And if you're nearby, throw me a message and we can go for a coffee. That would be even better. All right, thank you for listening to my rambles. <laughs> Until next time, bye.